0: said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> That's unhinged. That's actually unhinged. Hello and welcome to Cheese All Batch. I'm
1: Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. All right, guys. It's us <laughs> Creep.
0: I can't like start without you saying it. absolutely the intro. cannot
1: begin unless I tell you we're creeping.
0: Okay, yes. thank you. All right, so filed under couples I never saw coming Rachel Recchia, Greg Saboy, Grippo. So we know, thanks to Caitlin Bristow's podcast, that Rachel Rekia is eyeing the what blanket energy king himself, Greg mm-hmm. Grippo. Thoughts? Yes.
1: Well, so do you want to give some context of like, so they're not actually together, guys, but on no, the podcast. A Girl Can Rachel- Dream. Yeah, a girl can dream. We'll see. You never know what could happen in the future. But on the podcast, Rachel had said that she thought he was kind of cute and would be interested. And so Caitlin made her comment on Greg's Instagram from her Instagram account. But Caitlin really wrote it. And it says, I'm playing Truth or Dare on Caitlin's podcast. And she dared me to comment on your page. Actually, this is Caitlin. Rachel handed me her phone. Cool game, Caitlin. Go Cubs. It says go Cubs because she commented on a photo of them at a Cubs game. Okay,
0: but Angela. also, before that, Caitlin points out that they follow each other, and Rachel said that either she followed him and he followed back, or vice versa, but she said, yeah, I would definitely flirt with Greg. So, she's following mm-hmm. him for because she thinks he's cute, and yeah. potentially, some DMs could be sliding slippery back and forth in the DMs. So
1: slippery. It's like a slip and slide in those mm-hmm. DMs. Right. I mean, I kind of ship it. I think they would be really cute together.
0: And I will point out that a sent me a photo of Claymont's, a recent photo of Claymont's. And Claymont's caption said lonely in London.
1: Oh, I thought you were just gonna say that like Rachel kind of looks like Claymont's, because in a way I feel like she kinda does. I feel like everyone
0: looks like (laughs) Claymont's.
1: I know Claymont's is just like generic pretty girl. And so then everyone kind of like looks like her. No, but Claymont's lonely in London. Yeah, I think they totally broke up.
0: Oh, well, no, we know they broke up, but, like, she's lonely in London. She needs a new man.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not
0: going to be Greg because he's going to be flying in the airplane with Rachel.
1: Why do we know we, they broke up, though? Like, not for certain. I mean, they did, though, don't we? I feel like we know. N- well, they unfollowed each other, and then they were in Spring Lake together, and that's that's the last we knew.
0: I thought they don't follow each other anymore.
1: But yeah, they, d- they unfollowed each other. That was during all the Paradise stuff, but then they were still hanging out in... New Jersey.
0: I don't know. I still stand by the fact that Greg's not ready for a long-distance relationship. It was hard enough when Andrew went to Paradise, <laughs> yeah. and he I had to be without so him hard. all that time.
1: Well, then, that's making me think maybe him and Rachel wouldn't work because Rachel flies all the way, all over the place. Like, she's never really in one place, like, as a She'll pilot. She'll make it
0: work for Greg, though.
1: She, they can make it work.
0: I have faith in them.
1: I don't know. As much as I think they're, like... I don't know. I'm just shipping it because I'm like, oh, they're both attractive and like, that's cute. They're both, this is going to be shady. They're both a little immature when it comes to relationships. Which is perfect. No, but I could see both of them having like a a Tino-Rachel situation where it's just like toxicity going back and forth. Which is not to say they both can't learn and grow. Maybe, I think Greg has grown from his situation last time we saw him on the show. And I really like Rachel. I'm not. I'm not here Rachel bashing because I do really like her. I think everyone mm-hmm. has some not great moments, and the show can bring out the worst in you. So I think she can potentially learn and grow from the situation too. She's also kind of young, so maybe in like five years they can get together.
0: Okay, you allow that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay.
1: I, I can't. But but wait, like, five right years. now, Rachel's not ready. She needs to work on herself. Okay. <laughs> Thank you right. for
0: assessing that. I mean, no, I would like them to get together now because it's better for my entertainment. I'm not going to sit here for five years waiting, but sure. I think they will like each other. I think they should at least hook up, and I think they should post at least one Instagram together. I didn't like how in the interview with Caitlyn, though, like she brings up Avon, and Rachel's like, I don't know, like, we'll see. It's like, girl, no one thinks you're with Avon. Stop. Right, right. Like...
1: I would respect it a lot more if, if she just kind of... She, obviously, I know she's still kind of in... The show's back pocket. She can't say, production literally brought Avon on stage. I haven't talked to him since. Mm -hmm. But she can allude to that, you know? Yeah. Just allude. So, Rachel doesn't even follow Avon
0: on Instagram. So, I find it really hard to believe that they actually dated in the real world. So... That's that on that. Moving on. So Mm -hmm. Rachel isn't officially dating Greg, but Peter is officially dating Kelly. And I know Ah! we told you like a week ago that Chris Randone put the kibosh on that, but... I know. Do you think he just lied to protect his friend? Yeah. Or it was like when he said it to me, they weren't official. So he was just protecting his friend and saying like, look, they're not really together, but now they are. Yeah. Peter and Kelly did a hard launch. They are official, official, not just like speculation, not just a source. It was
1: very hard, 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 hard. They both posted on their individual Instagram pages, couple photos with captions that say more or less we're together now. So Peter shared
0: a photo holding Kelly at a baseball game and wrote home run. And Kelly shared a photo of the two of them. And she said, who would have thought? Cause not me. So under Kelly's post, her hard launch, she has a ton of love from Bachelor Nation, from Maddie Prue, Kelsey from Victoria Fuller, and from Sweet Nums. Barb I know. Weber says, so happy for you two. Did she That's, like I think, Kelly really
1: the official
0: yeah. approval? Was, she liked, she Kelly. liked Kelly.
1: Yeah, she did.
0: So Victoria Fuller's comment was a little cryptic. She said, there she is, finally caving, thank God.
1: She's ca- mm, There she is,
0: finally caving, thank God. Meaning that maybe Peter was trying to win her back for a while and Kelly's finally caving. That's Which what it would seems like. would make
1: sense because when they broke up the last time, <laughs> how many times has it been at this point, she was the one kind of running around saying mean things about him kind of, like, making it seem like it was more her decision than his. And maybe he was like, wow, I really need to grow up a little bit.
0: Maybe he stopped playing Pokemon. Maybe. Because she had an issue with that.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about this? On one hand, I'm like, if they're together now, after all of this back and forth and whatever, they must really be in it for the long haul, and they'll probably get married, because I don't think they would get back together just to, like, have a little fling and like break up again. Like I think to, after all of this, like if you're really gonna get back together and face all of that criticism, you must like really be certain about something. But at the same time, I'm like, Kelly.
0: No, why? I know. <laughs> I I will never know. Crazier things have happened in Bachelor Nation. I'm not saying that it's totally out of the realm of possibilities that they could not last. I think-
1: Sure, yeah. But I think they're probably going into it thinking this is like a thing. Obviously anything can happen. Otherwise, why would they? Oh, and and I I will plug
0: a little piece of... So we have Michael Stagliano back for part two. And I learned that Peter and Kelly are back together during the interview. And my, like, organic reaction. I was like, oh, my God. And I showed Mike. And he's like, who are those people? Am I supposed to know them? (laughs) So it's really funny. funny. But, um, (laughs) yeah, congrats, Peter and Kelly. We'll... Can't wait to see what comes of it. I'm happy that you have the support of Bachelor Nation, but happier that you have the support of Sweet Nums.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I'm here saying congrats. I'm still skeptical. Okay.
0: Well, you could say congrats to Nick Vial because he is a USA Today bestselling book author which I don't know if you guys know like, the difference. I was like, that's
1: weird. USA Today doesn't really sound like New York Times. <laughs> no, it's
0: not. It's totally different. And like, does USA Today, I, I mean, they must have a book list, but like, I've who knew about USA list. Today's? I've never heard of that in my entire life. But here we have Nick applauding himself, patting himself on the back. We could put in, here's what Nick said. Okay, fairly surreal. Uh, don't Take Track's Happy Birthday is a USA Today bestseller. Honestly, the response to this book has been better than anything I could have ever imagined. All
1: right, well, at least he's on one list. One list down, like five more to go.
0: But I would say, I I do think that if he was going to get on the New York Times bestseller, it would have already happened. So I think he's not getting on it because it's the speed of like the, the drop. It's supposed to be like everyone runs out and buys their books. Do you think he maybe dropped at the wrong time because had he maybe dropped for, like, December, it could have been, like, a holiday thing that everyone no, else... No, I
1: think he just wrote the wrong book. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Like, no one wants that. Sorry, Nick.
0: I mean, people that, that... I mean, USA Today thinks that people won't want it.
1: Okay, well, USA Today is not a book scholar. I've never heard of that, their top bestseller list in my life. It's literally the New York Times bestseller list, Oprah's favorite books... I'm like, like, that's it. Imagine that's Oprah's favorite relevant. books
0: is Nick's book. I doubt it. <laughs> I,
1: Maybe I he'll, think he still could hold out for that one. Maybe he'll get on that list.
0: Nick, send the fruit basket to New York Times. I'm sure they'll throw you on the list. It probably got yeah. rerouted. I'm like, it's lost in the mail.
1: <laughs> the, the fruit basket is just sitting at the post office, like, we don't know where to bring this. <laughs> it's lost. Well, congrats, Nick. Love you. Congrats. Love you, XOXO.
0: So my sister got married this summer, I told you guys about the wedding, and she finally got her photos back from the wedding. They are gorgeous, unreal, but I told her she had to get the best ones blown up and framed using framebridge.com. I'm literally obsessed with this company. After I used them to print and frame one of my favorite photos of my son, I am like telling everyone I know about Framebridge. So you just go to the site, preview your photo in dozens of frame styles. You can even ask for designer help and they will recommend you awesome frames. The experts at Framebridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece right to your door.
1: Yes, I got the smaller gallery wall. So I had three little pictures when I used FrameBridge and it was so easy because basically what they do is they send you a piece of paper more or less that you can tape on your wall and then it shows you exactly where to put the nails. So there's literally no measuring, no high tech tools or anything. They give you the nails and everything, it's all included. So it could not have been more easy to just hang these cute little pictures Up in my apartment, I love them so much. As someone who just moved recently and had to, like, get the drill, do the measuring, get the levels, this was so much easier. Highly recommend. And so also, too, something to think about, guys, is, like, we take so many photos on our phones and they literally just, like, sit there on our phones. We're going to be a generation that has no concrete memories so some of our best memories don't get the recognition that they deserve and it's time to change that framebridge.com makes it so easy to get your favorite photos framed and ready to hang on your wall and they don't just frame photos too you guys can get special items framed like football jerseys or anything else that has sentimental value framebridge just sends you complimentary packaging so that you can safely mail your item to them and then they send it back totally framed so that's so awesome
0: I can't stress enough how easy this is and i promise you i will never go to a frame store again i will never print a photo at a store if i want something framed i'm going to framebridge.com actually also i shared the photo of my frame in the she's all batch facebook group and the thoughts were so impressed
1: so trust the thoughts in the facebook group yes go to framebridge.com and check it out Let's do our dive. I wanna dive into a hot tub though, because it's. Okay, but that's not safe and we don't wanna promote that. Don't do this at home. Okay, but it's a deep hot tub. It's like. Or we could just, let's just like dip our feet in the hot tub. Ready? Okay, I'm gonna dip my toe. You rate that. Okay, ding. 10. Beautiful. Thank you.
0: Wow, thank you, thank you. So let's sit in this hot tub and recap Monday and Tuesday night's episodes. They were jam packed. I will say I did favor Monday nights, so I'm gonna give Monday nights like a nine. Tuesday night, I would give like a six, and we'll get into why,
1: but... Yeah, I I think I would agree with that. Okay. By the end of Tuesday, I was getting frustrated because I'm just like, holy moly, overproduction. I feel like the overarching theme of this entire week has been, we're just gonna make it up. I do
0: want to point out, because I like to point out what I noticed in the intro, Ashley and Jared got a third intro before they left the beach. <laughs> like, at this point, did they just have a
1: fucking photo shoot with producers? Like Probably. How much time do you think they spent on them versus how That's much time I'm they saying. spent on every other actual contestant on this show? It's... It's embarrassing, honestly. Not for Ashley and Jared, embarrassing for production thinking that this is a good idea. Like, yeah, how are you so out of touch at this point? Exactly, exactly. And after
0: seeing the initial reaction from the initial episode, why not go back in your editing booth and trim some of it? Like, just take them out. We don't need this. It's, a, yeah. So, Jesse then, like, once again, announces them before that rose ceremony, too. And so know, everyone, Ashley and Jared, they had sex. Who knows, if they have a baby in nine months, it's because they had sex in paradise. Like, cool, they're married. That's not interesting.
1: I did think it was funny, too. Ashley said at one point, she was like, guys, like, don't run up the stairs and leave. Because if I had done that, I wouldn't be married with a baby. And it's just like going back to this narrative of, like, Ashley, that's not true. You and Jared did not (laughs) fall in love on this beach. Like, stop saying that. And Jared left with Kayla. In right, three. that's what I'm saying. And then Jared <laughs> left so you stupid. on the beach
0: by yourself on season two, and you went on a date with Wells. So he left you both times. What are we talking right. about here?
1: <laughs> Literally, what are we talking about? Everything is fake, nothing is real. Yeah.
0: So I think the the main focus of the beginning of Monday night was Pizza Peter and his confrontation with Britney, calling her mm. a clout chaser. If Britney was actually chasing clout, she would go after a guy that is actually relevant in Bachelor Nation. And it made me think of this iconic line from Kourtney Kardashian in this mm-hmm. interview when they were talking about why Chris Humphreys thought that Kim was using him for a televised wedding. Oh, that is funny. But I
1: think if she was gonna do it for publicity, she'd pick someone
0: that people knew. <laughs> That's 100% true. Mm-hmm. And once again, another week of Peter proving that he is the guy that buys you a drink and then gets mad at you for not going home with him. Something must yeah. be wrong with Britney because Britney didn't like you. And I liked when um, un- union leader Aaron went to go confront him on the beach. Like Aaron just pops up out of nowhere. And he's like, what's up, man? Want to talk about what's going on? And he tries to like, you know, knock some sense into him. Then the girls get after him. They start yelling at him, which is funny. We're going to use the phrase clout chasing, but literally every single person on this beach is ultimately after some kind of fame. So Peter basically gets bullied off the beach, but he says that he's leaving on his own accord because his ego is too big to admit that he's actually leaving because other people want him to leave. And then he leaves us with a buongiorno, bitches, which Jacob points out that it's, 10 o'clock on the beach or 11 o'clock on the beach. And I actually didn't, I was mad that Jacob said that because I'm like, I wanted to show off that like, I know Italian and Buongiorno doesn't actually make
1: sense. I'm Italian. So I feel like I can say this. I have a big gripe with like American Italians who really like to embrace their Italian culture, which is great, but they don't know like anything about Italy. It's giving like I wear a soccer shirt that says Italia on the beach at Seaside Heights. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. There were two things. So I think that moment, a producer went up to him and said like, all right, you're leaving. We need you to leave with a bang. Come on, Peter. We need you to leave with something. Like, I will give him that I don't think he's that much of a tool. And that, well, he still did it, so he's a tool. But like, I think he was egged on. And they're like, you know, this is great promo for your business. Go do it. And it makes him look like such an asshole. But I also, when I was watching it, was thinking like, I could totally see a producer pulling him aside and being like, all of us producers think Britney was using you. Do you not see that? Oh, totally. And totally yeah. getting in his head. And he's like, yeah, I thought that. And they're like, you know, you probably just don't have enough followers for her. Everyone's going to be on your side. Why don't you go confront her? And every, mm. like, and they pitch they pitch him the story as if he's going to look good, and Britney's yeah. going to be the villain. And they, like, I, this is how I think they actually convince people. And I'm sure Peter went into it thinking, like, oh my God, I'm going to look so cool. And we're going to call yeah. out Britney When producers know the whole time that there there's no story there. So I think that producers probably had a field day with him. And that's that on that. So
1: I want to call out one thing. So we had a really sad breakup, which was James and yeah. Aaron. I was actually shocked that this happened. I thought they would keep... James for the Aaron content for a little bit longer.
0: At this point, it's like, what more is there to do, though? We get it. The same shtick, The same thing they've been doing for, like, a year and a half. That's what I mean, though. It's been a year and a half. So it's like, okay, if if he really doesn't have anything with anyone, like, James can go. And Aaron stays, who is the more important one of the duo. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was right. I do think it's funny that, like, James was whipping out, like, a variety of shrimp. For Sinead, like he yeah, was doing. Yeah, that's my a- dream. Honestly, I would give him the rose for that. He was doing everything possible to not have to say bye to Aaron, but lo and behold, Sinead gave the rose to Logan, and James had to go. I was interested to see if they would update the intro for night two, which they did, and Aaron is by himself, which means
1: they did multiple shots for
0: him. Just like I think Ashley they probably do
1: multiple for everyone. Like, not mo- not as many as Ashley and Jared, like, multiple setups. But I'm sure they have, like, okay, let's do some Aaron and James. Let's do some Aaron. Let's do some James. Let's do some... You know, they have to have, like, some options. Yeah, I guess, if, especially if you're going to do an
0: intro with two people, you have
1: to... Right, because one's going to go home at some point. Mm-hmm. It's like having insurance. you got to plan for mm-hmm. the worst. Exactly. And they're good about that. Okay. All right, let's get into the biggest, the biggest overarching theme of the night, which is michael a being saved by production by danielle coming in everyone's mad about it what were your thoughts watching this i think knowing that that many guys were gonna go home and you can predict
0: who's who it's gonna be because of who was left so there really wasn't much suspense michael A is moping around saying well i still want to stay but i don't know how like how would you have stayed if if danielle didn't come Like, there literally was no options. So they have to bring in Danielle, which you know she was just literally sitting in a hotel waiting for this perfect moment. I think it's weird that she comes, she obviously gives Michael the rose, and then the next day she gets the group date. Like, that never happens in that order. Like, she would have come the next
1: day, got the group date, then had to go to a rose ceremony. So like, Well, people are saying that she was... Here's what people are... My consensus of what people thought on the internet they weren't expecting sierra to self-eliminate so then sierra would have been the rose for michael for that rose ceremony he would have been saved and then danielle was gonna come in with the casa amor and then you have like a heartbroken sierra in the other room but because sierra left they had to improvise that's what i think was supposed to happen that is such a good theory and that would have been so much better. Oh, poor Sierra. But yes, I agree. No, I mean better yeah.
0: for I'm only looking out for my entertainment.
1: Love you, Sierra. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. that would have
0: been better for a storyline.
1: I think Sierra leaving totally just like put a wrench in all of it. Ha,
0: huh, that's really interesting. So Michael and Danielle then go on a date, which Wells says they're the same person with different genitalia, which is an interesting way to describe people. But Michael and Danielle are on the date and Sierra is live tweeting while they're on the date saying um this is convenient. She said she feels so disrespected. Like hearing all the things that Michael is saying
1: yeah, rubbed her the wrong way. I really want to get Sierra on the podcast one day because I, I really do feel that there's more to this story here. I know I just said like the production wasn't expecting Sierra to self-eliminate, but then like I also have a theory that they convinced her that she had to be the one to go. Because if you look back to the situation of their breakup, like Sierra is confessing her feelings for Michael. Michael is the one who's like, I'm not ready for this. So in when you look at those two things, mm-hmm. Michael should be the one Michael to leave. He's leave. literally saying that he's the one not ready for a long-term commitment because he still has grieving to do. And then somehow Sierra ends up being the one who leaves. I think they like got in her head and told her, no, 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 like you have to go. And, like if, if the, you guys are going to break up and he's not going to get your rose, like you have to be the one to go. Because otherwise that makes no sense. But obviously they just wanted to keep Michael on ano- for Danielle. Another interesting take that I very much support. Thank you so much. No, it really is. I mean, these are,
0: it's not, I honestly didn't think into the logistics of Michael and Sierra and like what Mm -hmm. actually happened, but I think that's a really
1: smart take. Like, I think she was more or less like bullied by the producers to go. And now, all of a sudden, now Michael's turning around and all of a sudden he's ready. Like, yeah, if I was Sierra, I'd be feeling disrespected too i just i really also want to know too what is going on in michael a's head what does he think is going on because it is so clear to everybody <laughs> watching that it's like dude you are getting special treatment this is not fair but he's just like la di da i'm here well, in
0: mexico arguing
1: with with genevieve saying that like she didn't have a good experience he's like what well, was so bad about it? We got our meals paid for. We're in the oh. Mexico sun. We're having a, like, I'm like Michael A. How do you not see what is going on here? The way they are treating you, The first off, the fact that they literally saved him with Danielle. Backtrack. The fact that he decides he doesn't like Sierra, but somehow Sierra gets convinced that she has to be the one to go, not him. Then he gets saved by Danielle. Then, and we'll get into it, with the whole Casa Amor stuff, him and Danielle don't have to participate. Like, what is going through his mind? How does he think that this is fair? Well, they show him when he comes back onto the beach.
0: Now we're in night two on Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. He comes back on the beach with Danielle and he's like, wait, what? Wait, what? Like he is genuinely confused. So, like I think he was very blindsided. I did make a beam where Jesse's telling everyone about Casa. What is it? Casa Amor, Casa Day. Amor? Casa
1: Amor. That's what they call it on Love Island. Oh, Casa it's Amor. They They're calling it, it
0: Split Week on Paradise. Yeah. So when Jesse tells them all about it, he's like, "All right, so everyone's going to have to split up for the week, except Michael and Michael and Danielle because we like them the best. Because like, why? Why are they just exempt from this activity? They just don't have right. to do it."
1: Well, and I feel like Michael's almost like conveniently playing dumb because you're right. He gets back to the beach and he's like, wow, where is everybody? This is so weird. But then doesn't think like, oh, wait, all the girls are switched out. Danielle, like you should be switched out too. He's just like playing dumb in the corner being like, oh, gee, Wilkers, That is a strange twist. Yeah. And just like enjoying his time with Danielle. I don't yeah, know. What- he's, he's
0: the modern day <sighs> grocery store Joe for sure. And like... You know, obviously he's still Angel on Earth to me, but I know people aren't very happy with him right now. I know. But, like, I also think it's not necessarily his fault if he's a favorite. It's not. It was not Maddie's fault when she was Abby's favorite, and everyone hated on Maddie and got mad at her for always being at the top of that damn pyramid. And
1: at the top of the pyramid, Maddie. No, I agree it's not his fault for being treated this way, but I think in the little things that we've seen of how he's acting afterwards and kind of discrediting other people's experiences that had a bad experience on the show i'm just kind that's where i'm getting a little like iffy i'm like how can you not see that you were treated significantly differently than every single person here like your experience was not everyone's experience are you saying that he doesn't know he's at the top of the production pyramid i'm saying yes well he's acting as if he doesn't know he's on the top of the production period but i'm like how 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 can you not know it is so obvious okay so the casa Amor
0: split week whatever yeah when i heard from Reality Steve that that was going to happen. I Mm -hmm. was so excited. I thought, wow, first of all, I don't watch Love Island, but that is brilliant TV, love Mm -hmm. it. I had no clue who would be involved. I was just here for the storyline. I was so disappointed so far. I mean, it looks like next week it may ruffle a little more feathers, but like, I don't give a shit if Shanae and Logan don't last to the end. Like. So to ruffle the feathers of the couples that don't actually matter in a sense that I don't actually think they're real couples. Yeah. So like, why are we giving Shanae another date card? I know you love her, but I literally could not care less about her. Like fucking, let's get in Genevieve's head. Let's have her like have a meltdown. Let's have people that are actually going to give good TV to see Shanae make out with Tyler. It's like, okay, cool. Like. I, you you could have done that yeah, in front like, of Logan. Them.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Well, maybe it's backfiring them because, like you're saying, the people who have the mo- the strongest relationships that we are more invested in are not testing those waters, and I, maybe they're just like they're trying to get them to do that. But Genevieve's like, no, I just want to be back with Aaron. Like, but then why you. not
0: give Genevieve the date? Instead of Sinead. Like I feel like something may have happened. I don't think they want to give Sinead another date card. I think it's super, super, super uninteresting to watch Sinead make out with another guy when she has Logan at home. Who also is making out with someone else and doesn't care that she's doing that. Right, like they clearly didn't have that strong. So, of a relationship like, why not do it with. to a couple that, like, actually is going to give us good TV? They they tried with with Lace and Rodney. I'll give them that because honestly, mm-hmm. I felt for Lace. I would DM'd with her on Tuesday night, and I was like, "Girl, Aww. that I love her, and I think she loves that." Like, I support her too. But, I'm like, your lime green dress was your best look all season. Like, I thought she looked so cute. It made me sad that, like, I don't know, I feel like she's been in a lot of toxic relationships. And Rodney was, like, a good guy for her. But, I kind of feel like Rodney was probably doing the same thing that Michael A did to Sierra. Like, stayed with Lace until the person he really wanted came around. I mean, that's kind of what it's seeming like, yeah. So, I thought Tuesday night, the whole episode was, like, fairly boring, until producers woke the fuck up and was like, okay, Lace, you want to see Rodney? We're going to let you get in a car and go over there. Like, genius! When that happened, I'm like, okay. I was literally two seconds away from turning off the show. Like, we get it, Genevieve, yeah, you I don't like they the would other be guys. Like,
1: I wish they would be a little less transparent about it, though, because like I feel like I could predict every single thing that was going to yeah. happen before it was happening. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, they're separating. Lace is already, like kind of spiraling and really worried about Rodney. Oh, here comes a girl that Rodney, they know, clearly was interested in. Up oh, oh, who gets the date card? Oh my God, it's Rodney. How weird to further that connection. Oh, they break the rules and let Lace come see it. Just like It just is so formulaic at this point. It's yeah. so crazy to me that even in their way to try to break the formula with this whole Casa Amor switch up, they're still... Doing this like formulaic stuff that nothing shocks me anymore, and I I want to be shocked. Yeah, Is that so much to ask for. I told I I hear you. That's why I'm
0: always into the bachelor seasons that end with, like, footage at their hotel mm-hmm. and shit. Yes, like the yes, crazy. Yes, because yes, I'm yes, like, yes. I want to be shocked. I don't want to f- see a fucking proposal. I want to see some aftermath that's, like, messy. Yeah, I like, want
1: something that is filmed once they're back home from yeah. Mexico, mm-hmm. like, in a safe house somewhere. Yeah, totally. That's what I give
0: mean. Give Aaron... I don't know why I'm, like, targeting this couple so hard, but, like, give Aaron the date card. Have <laughs> a girl go on a date with him. Have a girl make a move on him. And then pan to Genevieve at home crying. That's better TV than watching, uh-huh. like, some... I'm not rooting for people to no 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 no. I know I know
1: I. know. I'm just saying I that just, would have been yeah. better
0: TV and a better storyline.
1: But I think maybe they're just like like Aaron and Genevieve are not giving that to them because even Aaron was like, "No, I miss Genevieve. I want her to come back." Okay, like they make really, him make him go on a date. You can make. How him. do you make someone go on a date? He gets the date card. He goes and then. But what if he's like, I don't want this. I don't want to go on a date with anyone else. Hold
0: him hostage. They literally treat them like prisoners can't they just make them go on a date and they'll tell him aaron don't worry about it we're gonna we're gonna make it obvious that you don't really like this girl and then they put like lovey-dovey music over it they could edit it and then they could fuck him over why didn't you fuck him over
1: i think you can't force him to go you know what i mean like you can get in his head you can psychologically manipulate you can threaten a bad edit but if someone's like i am not going there they can't like push him every week i i'm i'm fighting like
0: producers are assholes why are they making them do things and then this week i'm like why didn't you make them do more because i was truly (laughs) bored for most of tuesday night and it's not like people are sitting there watching going lace and rodney not gonna make it like crazy but i still felt for lace so when she walks in Mm -hmm, and she goes hey guys where's rodney and they're like what do you mean where are the girls and she's like answer my question. Like she was like cross-examining. Brandon literally has blinders so hard for Serene it's almost comical. He's like, you're here. Where are the girls? Where's Serene? Is Serene okay? Sweetie. (laughs) So angelic.
1: He is a a cutie sweetie
0: for sure. So like clockwork Rodney. Well first before Rodney and Eliza walk in his little speech to her at the top of the hill like there's no one else I'd rather be with right now. I know. And then they walk in and Lace is there. I'm sad because I feel like Lace is going home next
1: week and I think Lace is one of the best people on the show. Yeah, but we are kind of, I guess, I was about to, how sad is this? I was about to say, we are kind of getting, like, towards the end of the season, so only the strong couples are going to be there, but no, 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 no. They added another six fucking episodes. So we're actually, like, not even halfway there. So if Lace leaves so early on, that would be disappointing, because you know she's, like, an OG. They'd want to keep her for as long as possible.
0: Who's going to give her the rose? Maybe one of the, um, maybe the B-Squad guys... Come.
1: Can't they bring down another fucking person? Who's yeah, in the hotel I mean they, could, they Who can, is interested in Lace to come save her? Like, why her doesn't everyone get help. this treatment? It may be to the point though that like Lace served her
0: purpose; she's not needed anymore. Mm-hmm. I hope they they give her like a production rose somehow. But I think yeah. she may, it may be just like James. It's like okay, we wanted you here, but now you've served your role, so you can go now. She may just yeah. go. She may be too heartbroken over Rodney.
1: Oh. I'm rooting for her.
0: She's been on such a journey. Rooting for her, and I think it's like rock solid that once her contract's up she's coming on she oh fun fact she was supposed to come on before she was announced on paradise I was DMing with her we had like tried throwing around a few dates and then all of a sudden she's like oh I'm sorry it was just like what you said with jessenia
1: yeah yeah So I guess we, we can also get jessenia too Sierra girl come on the pod when you are free you know what so when the whole Michael and Danielle twist though like how they come mm-hmm. back
0: and they don't know what's going on Yeah, I thought the reason why they weren't in the Casa Amor, like, uh, previews Mm -hmm. and stuff, was because I thought they were going to self-eliminate together.
1: Yeah, you said that to me.
0: I thought they were just going to be like, we're leaving.
1: podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, I don't think they would have, quite frankly, if they did try to do that, I don't think production would let them at this point. After all the stops they pulled out to, like, get them together. They, like, they want this one to ride to the end. They need some success stories, clearly. And they're Mm -hmm. really trying to get some. Mm -hmm. They're even trying to rewrite some old ones to pretend that they were success stories. And, like, justice for Jada and Tanner. Like, uh, Ashley and Jared. I know, where are they? Ashley (laughs) and Jared are now, like... all this Ashley
0: and Jared stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're the ultimate benchmark for, like, paradise success, even though they have the messiest journey to getting married. But, like, Jada and Tanner actually did fall in love on the beach, actually did get married, are happily married, have kids... Why don't we res- reference them as, like, the top tier? Put them at the top of the paradise yeah. success story pyramid. Once again, Matt.
1: Yeah. Are there any others, or have they all otherwise broken up? I'm trying well, to Well, because it was
0: Chris and Crystal. Yeah, well, Carly right and Right now, Evan. it's Joe and Serena, but they're not married.
1: Oh, Raven right. and,
0: and what's-his-face?
1: Oh, Raven and Adam. Okay. That's but they didn't success. get engaged
0: on the beach, but okay, whatever. Technicality.
1: I, I remember it used to always be the Jaden Tanners and Carly and Evans. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. They're, they're not dead, but you know, Chris and Crystal. So they really have a low track record.
0: I mean, we're, we're aware that there are people dating from Paradise because I'm just gonna get so many fucking comments about this.
1: But like, in terms Ch- of yeah, marriage, ones that actually story. got engaged on the beach and got married. Because also like Hannah and Dylan got engaged, but they're still engaged. They're, and they'll eventually get married. But walk down the not aisle and yet. prove it to me, guys.
0: Until then, yeah. you're not on this pyramid. Well, I will see you. This I gotta get out of the hot tub. It's unhealthy to be in the hot tub for an extended period of time. That's true. I don't know the limit, but I know there is a limit. It's like 20 minutes, and also you wanted to dive in, so I feel like you need me to f- make sure that you don't hurt yourself.
1: Yeah, because obviously it's like the shallowness of the diving, but also I think like diving into hot water is like bad for your Ooh. head, honestly. Like I think your body is just like it's not good. Oh man. Like have you ever gone underwater in a hot tub? Yeah, um, I'm sure. Yeah, I have too, but I don't think you're supposed to. That's you know? weird. You're not supposed to be like submerged in such hot water. Oh. I think that's, I don't know. Let's, let's Google that or someone else Google it and let me know. PSA guys, don't dive in your hot tubs and don't submerge. (laughs) Do not submerge. Well, you can if you want, but just for a little bit, you can't like. You can honestly, guys, you
0: could do anything you want. Just don't say we told you (laughs) to because we don't want to get sued.
1: Yeah, you can do, the world is your oyster. You truly can be anything you want when you grow up. Just don't include us if it's bad. If it's good, give us credit. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. All All right.
0: right. Bye. Bye. I love the fact that Dame Products now has an introductory vibrator for beginners.
1: I know. Guys, sex toys don't have to be so intimidating, and Dame knows that, and they know what's up. So they just launched D.I.P., which is a new entry-level vibrator for all newbies that are out there ready to start their sex toy journey, ooh. Whether (laughs) Dip is your first vibrator or the toy that just like helps you rediscover what feels good, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. And
0: at only $49, Dip is widely accessible and it has exceptional performance. And on top of it being like, very accessible, you can also use code she's all Batch, which gets you 15% off that $49 so like it's like practically free so you're welcome. With one button control and five intensities, DIP is an easy entry level vibrator. It can be used both internally and externally, hey allowing you to explore what feels good for you.
1: And DIP is waterproof and has medical grade silicone and is a whisper quiet. It also ships in discreet packaging so you don't have to worry about your nosy neighbors looking at your vibrator while it's sitting on your porch. So If you've been dying to explore what Dame has to offer, we strongly encourage you guys to go to dameproducts.com and use code Batch for 15% off. Go check out DIP.
0: I'm just picturing, like, nosy neighbors looking out the window being like,
1: oh, you got the entry-level one? And it has in, like, big letters, this is a vibrator.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, go to Dame Products. We are going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about it on air. It's a good time.
1: Such a good time.
0: Jackie, our very own Jackie Maroney
1: has a bachelor encounter. I do, guys. So me and my mom were at Trader Joe's on Sunday and we actually ran into Dustin and his girlfriend and said hi and chatted for a little bit. But then I told my mom she had to like text me an actual like <laughs> paragraph, like a real bachelor encounter. So this is oh, what she it. said. And this is her account of the Wait, situation. so this is from your
0: mom. This is not your encounter, right? Yes, this is
1: from the perspective of my mom, but I was okay. also there. Okay. 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 Um, Bachelor Encounter. Sunday, while shopping in Trader Joe's in Manhattan, my daughter Jackie and I ran into Dustin and his (laughs) girlfriend. Since Jackie already knows him, she stopped to chat and introduced me. He was very tall and handsome, and his girlfriend was very pretty. Jackie spoke with him about potentially collaborating on a podcast and he said he was kind of over it but maybe in the future we said our goodbyes and that was it as soon as we left him Jackie said to me I should have asked him about Peter and Kelly I turned around and spotted them in the aisle I went up to Dustin and asked him if I could ask one more question he said sure so I asked if Peter and Kelly were back together he and his girlfriend laughed and then smiled and said they are I thanked him and said goodbye. Then I told Jackie that he confirmed it. It was my first bachelor encounter ever and I hope not my last. I must admit it was kind of exciting. Smiley face.
0: Mrs. Maroney, that was so good. (laughs) I wish she threw in a random fact though, like why were you going to Trader Joe's? We were out of eggs
1: and we had to get eggs because we wanted to make omelets. You got to throw in that random fact. Well, I wish I looked more at what Dustin was getting at Trader Joe's. Mm. Like, I I wish I had like one little tidbit of like what he had in his cart. Like, does he like the pumpkin waffles? Who's to know? I don't Mm -hmm. know
0: and I love you and I love that you're always business minded but I do not want to collab with Dustin
1: <laughs> I just didn't really know what else to say because it's like how do I we know him because we did that podcast once before yeah 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 and, he's like um, but they're I'm not scarred. even podcasting anymore I literally said I was like I don't I know you guys like aren't doing the podcast anymore but if you and Peter ever want to get together with me and Stephanie we can do like a studio thing I don't know And he was just like yeah I'm over it and I was like yeah I get that <laughs> he's like you were the last
0: episode before our podcast went into flames so i feel like he probably looks at us as like i'm actually still bitter that that literally was the last podcast peter was on and he wasn't dating kelly yet but like apparently was like
1: seeing her yeah i know because we literally talked to him and then maybe two days later was when he was at the cubs game with Mm -hmm. her and we're like what is happening I remember
0: people were like, oh, they just have the same manager. That's why they're at the Cubs game together. Mm-hmm. Like, okay.
1: Yeah. Even though we kind of already knew it was like nice to hear Dustin be like, haha, like, yes, they are together. Um, but I wish I asked more. I like, it was just my mom running up to him, but I wish I was like, how's Nate? But, like, why? How? Also, yeah. how's Nate? Also, yeah, how's Nate after yeah.
0: being snubbed from The Bachelor? And he'd be like, I'm never defending Nate ever again.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it did not go well for him. So yeah, maybe he shouldn't.
0: Okay. Next Bachelor encounter. This person says, Hi, I went to the Lady Gang book tour last week in Houston, and Caitlin Bristow was a special guest. She said during the book tour that she made out with Jeff with one F. And the best sex she had, besides Jason, was Sean. And the worst sex she had was Nick. I love that. So I guess she was asked on the book tour, like, who in Bachelor Nation have you made out with? So Caitlin mm-hmm. made out with Jeff with one F, which did not know, did not see coming. Yeah. And she's saying that the, besides Jason, the best sex in Bachelor Nation was Sean,
1: which who not Who's Sean, though?
0: booth oh the, the guy, guy she was that engaged
1: she to. oh 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 why sorry. did i i was get, sorry i was getting confused because i thought she was saying the, the best besides the guy she ended up getting engaged to which but you said no. Jason. okay got it got it got it
0: and the worst was nick that's two that's people that's two people
1: now who have said nick's horrible at sex andy Dorfman's do you think he's there. horrible
0: or do you think it's just like comparison
1: no i think maybe he's horrible well
0: what if sean's like really good and nick is just the worst by default
1: i don't know two people saying he's the worst Not just saying like, oh, it was fine, like it was normal. Like saying it's the worst. That's, like you have to really be bad to be bad.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the the encounter continues. I met her the next day at Target because she was signing bottles of her wine and she was so nice. I was slightly embarrassed because I brought my baby with me to buy wine. But she was like, hey, moms need to drink too. Her wine is actually really good. Um, Her wine is actually really good. And maybe next week you may have a chance to try some of it.
1: Yeah. Ooh, cryptic. I like Cryptic. It.
0: I won't say any more.
1: Um, but yeah, I love Caitlin Bristow. I love wine, and I love bringing babies to the wine store. All those things. Yeah, and I'm day. sorry.
0: You went to Target. Don't feel bad about bringing your baby to oh, Target. Oh, yeah. It's not even
1: like it was like a full-on liquor store. But even so, if you brought your baby to a liquor store, I think that's fine.
0: Yeah, you do, you, are just buying what girl. you gotta get. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't go to like You didn't like take a, your baby like a crack to house. the bar
1: and sat at the bar and... Fed it vodka. You didn't do that. So Yeah, you're not fine.
0: picking up like a prostitute with your baby. <laughs> okay.
1: What a vision. Seriously. You have a prostitute with your baby. All right.
0: This next one's about Tasha. Hi there, my encounter happened about this time last year. I work at the great Jack-O-Lantern Blaze at Old Beth Village Restoration on Long Island. I'm from Long Island. Woo! I would welcome guests and direct them down the correct way. It was later in the evening, so mostly couples come and crowds of families diminish. I see Zach and Taysha walking down the path. At first, I saw Zach and said to myself, why do I know this person? Oh no, please don't be an ex. (laughs) <laughs> but then they walk under one of the lights and they see Tayshia. She was stunning. I begin to freak out in silence but manage to say welcome. My husband also works at Blaze and was further into the path, so I text him immediately, fangirling. But I texted so fast that the actual words were not produced. <laughs> I eventually made it clear and asked him to let me know when she, when he sees them. He knew what she looked like because she, he watches and makes fun of me while I watch. Having more courage than me, he sees them and says to Tasha, I know you. She was very sweet and smiled and said, oh, yeah? He said, yeah, you're on that show, The Bachelor or something. Zach began laughing, and Tasha corrected my husband. As they were exiting, I was able to say, have a good night, and that I love your love. Just before the November breakup is when this happened. They both said thank okay. you. I watched them walk to the parking lot, and Zach opened the door for her and closed it for her, and then walked around to enter the driver's side. I was impressed, so when the breakup was announced shortly after, I was shocked.
1: So this was last year then?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, it starts off saying it was last year.
1: Oh, okay. What's the name of this, this pumpkin place? Can you <laughs> please repeat it? Why is that what I'm most interested in?
0: Yeah, you can come visit me and we can go because it's on Long Island. It is yeah. the great jack-o'-lantern blaze at Old Bethpage Village Restoration. Doesn't that sound amazing? We, do you
1: know what that is? Like, we should go to it.
0: No, but I mean, it sounds like a mouthful, but it sounds so much fun. Let's go sounds pumpkin so picking. Fe- fall
1: and festive. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: I love that her husband worked there, and she texted so fast that she didn't produce words. Like, what, what message did he get? Just random, like, gibberish? Random
1: letters, gibberish. Yeah. Imagine going up to Tasha and being like, I know you. And she's probably like, even though I know she, she said that he was nice, or that she said that she was nice, she's probably like, well, I don't know you. So, like, huh? Yeah. But they have to
0: get people that stare at them all the time. Like, where yeah. do I know you from?
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Well those are all the bachelor encounters we have for this week if you have a story you want to submit dm me at she's all batch maybe we'll read it next week you never know
1: i'm googling blaze pumpkin (laughs) long island shameless jack-o-lantern blaze that looks cool let's get free tickets well, it's, yeah, sponsor us. Okay, I
0: need to tell you about the softest bed sheets I just got from Etitude. So Etitude has this clean bamboo fabric that has a feathery soft texture that is similar to silk but breathes better than cotton or silk. So these sheets wick away moisture and regulate your temperature to keep you cool and comfortable throughout the night. Not to mention, the sheets are hypoallergenic, so they're free from chemicals and therefore great for my hair and my skin, and I love the way I feel waking up with like fresh, soft skin.
1: Yes, no, I am definitely like a sleeper. I run hot when I sleep, so sheets that will keep me cool are absolutely a necessity. So while cotton might be the most popular fabric for sheets, duvets, and pillowcases, it's also the most damaging to our planet. So even organic cotton can take a toll, guys. That's why I'm so thrilled to introduce you to Etitude. It's made from naturally organic bamboo, and. sheets are made without any toxic chemicals and use 99% less water than cotton so that's really amazing guys we can all do our part to save the planet a little bit plus they're silky soft so they're comfortable for you and the environment
0: and I like that you're saying like we're doing our part to help the planet while sleeping on like luxury nice I'm working so hard to save while I'm literally
1: just sleeping in the most comfortable sheets ever it's win-win
0: so we want to share this
1: secret with you. We don't want to be the
0: only ones that get to sleep on these amazing attitude sheets. You can try attitude betting for 30 nights. If you are not completely satisfied, go ahead and return it for a full refund. So there's literally nothing to lose, especially when She's All Batch listeners can get a discount code. 20% off plus free shipping if you use code She's All Batch.
1: That's amazing. Like, you guys literally have no excuse not to just try it because you literally can get all of your money back if you don't like it. And right now, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash she's all batch and enter promo code she's all batch. So remember, that's attitude, E T T I T U D E. As an eco attitude, that's kind of how they came up with the name. And so you can order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash she's all batch. Promo code she's all batch. Okay, back by popular demand.
0: We have Michael Stagliano part two. We heard that you wanted a part two and we're delivering even though we also planned the part two before we even knew what you guys thought but this is so much fun. I love chatting with Michael the interview kind of jumps right into our conversation so enjoy. So funny though. So we have a Facebook group just for some of the listeners that want to like chat with each other and everything and people were commenting they're like it's so funny that michael stagliano thinks we wouldn't know who he is and there's one person in particular that shared a really cute (laughs) she's like a big fan of your um music and stuff back in the day
2: oh that's oh that's awesome so
0: i would love can you give um
2: oh my god please yes is it can i do a shout out
0: yes please yes her name is caitlin she said michael was worried people wouldn't know who he was but i was one of the psycho fans he was talking about in my defense (laughs) i was 14 and here she is wearing one of like your shirts did you have
2: I merch. love like this t shirt. Yeah. So Caitlin, what's her last name? Wentworth. Caitlin Wentworth who obviously listens to the show and is listening now. Yes. Listen to me really closely. Caitlin, mm. I fucking love you. Uh, I know you're only one person, but the support that you gave me in buying that shirt and downloading the music and commenting on those videos was the dream come true. You know, mm. so like, thank you for doing that. I love you. So thanks.
0: you. Oh. I love I'm it. I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry. I'm married. Let's be. It's, I'm not <laughs> making it weird, is it? No, but no, Caitlin, no. I, I Enjoy always feel like free there's cameo, this
0: cameo, Caitlin. It pays to be a thoughts. Thoughts are okay. what we call our fans. Uh, They're friend, friend of the show. So everyone's a thoughts. You're a thoughts.
2: Yes, I am. That's so. Let's get
0: into the interview. Yeah, okay. let's
2: let's pull. Let's be gossipy. Let's spill the tea. I think that's what the kids are saying. The now. kids
0: are saying spill the tea. You know what someone said in the Facebook group too? They said. Like listening to Michael and Stephanie talk is like two friends catching up. But I'm like, do, it we really talked is. about
2: that off air. Like, I that know, we're we both
0: Italian.
2: Yeah. Like, I was genuinely excited to come back and talk to my yeah, I mean, old childhood buddy. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. I love you. Okay. Hi, guys. We have Michael Stagliano here. Again. Hi, everyone. You, we told you last week we do a part two and we are fucking delivering and we are back. Michael Stagliano is back. What's
2: well, going great so far? I think
0: it's going swimmingly. Did you take a gummy? No, did you? No. Should I mean, we have done that? No, we said we were going to, but we're maybe like, maybe that'll be part three. We'll take gummies. I just.
2: Perfect. I don't know what I will be like.
0: So I listened back to our part one, mm-hmm. highly requested part two, even though we, we said we were going to do part two before we even heard what anyone thought of it, about it, but people this want was... part two. <laughs> That's so true. we did do that. <laughs> we are giving the people what they want. Yes. So we're back. Great. I listened to part one. And I I found myself having questions like that I wanted to ask. Your interview aired and you talked about your ex-fiance, Holly. Yeah. I know that Holly wrote you a message after the interview.
2: Wait, do you mean after the episode that aired, Holly wrote me a message? Mm-hmm. On what? I didn't get a message. Really? Do you mean like on Instagram? Yeah. Wait, well, let me, now I want to find it on air and we can read it for... Did she tell you that she wrote me a message? Yes. Wait, what?
0: I'm going to see if she's there. Yeah. <laughs> like any chance you're there and you want to like FaceTime. Oh my God. Imagine we can get her on. Would you be okay with that? What do you
2: mean? Of course. Yes. Okay. It's been 10 years. Now I feel bad. Like if she sent me a message, I, but look, I like, I got my, I don't have any.
0: But basically she wrote me and said, maybe she didn't actually write. No, she said it was unread. So I know, her, but
2: was it on Instagram? Did we figure that out?
0: She didn't tell me, but she messaged me yesterday because we're like friendly. And she said, I just listened to the podcast with Michael. I hate that he thinks that we had a month from when we got engaged from filming, from the finale airing. We got engaged three days before the finale. I need to write him and explain Oh, that.
2: I yeah, no, I actually, I don't think I knew that. Like I genuinely thought it was weeks, maybe not a month, but at least weeks before the taping of the, Wow. That's,
0: so that when, you actually, when you said that in the interview, I actually remembered her telling me it was three days, oh. but, like, but I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Like, I don't know. Well, so yeah. Then, and, like,
2: and I obviously didn't know either.
0: Right. So I wrote back and I go, dude, I actually thought that when he said that, but then I'm like, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly. She goes, I just wrote him an apology. I said, what? that's no, sweet. Holly, I'm- if
2: you're listening, don't, you don't, you don't owe me any apologies. What the
0: heck? I said, did he respond? She said he hasn't seen it yet. It's just in my heart all over again, hearing him talk about it. And then she was just like, I think it's something she even said in the interview, her interview with me. She said that it's like one of her biggest regrets. Like she knows that geez. she did that to you.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, well, again, first of all, Holly, I guess I hope you're listening. Don't have any regrets about what happened at all. And there's clearly a like I was aware of the fact that there were things that went down that I didn't know about. I speculated about
0: mm-hmm.
2: and like, it, I, I, look, part of this is the reason I split the money with you is I believed sh- you are a good person too. Yeah. It's weird that I'm talking to Holly now. Just, I guess I can, I'll talk just, to you, Stephanie, too. You want to Google a picture time.
0: of her and just like say, it, say that, <laughs> that, that, that?
2: No, but like, or let me say it this way, Stephanie, you literally just said, Hey, could we FaceTime Holly? And my mm-hmm. first reaction was, yeah, of course. Like there's no, I have zero, animosity or if anything it'd be like really cool to catch up with holly you know Uh what i mean like that would
0: can we just say if we don't get holly on this call you guys are not getting on a call unless i'm involved okay
2: yeah that seems fair
0: okay that seems fair
2: yeah like it could be its own episode that no one would listen to
0: (laughs) that's not true
2: (laughs) okay well holly if you're down to do a part three Michael and Holly talk and about, Stephanie. I, and Stephanie, I'm sorry, but suss out what happened 10 years later. Yeah. I would be totally down to do that because it does like it interests. It sounds like there are things that happen that we both maybe don't know about still 10 years later, you wow. know? And even like, I think Holly has a daughter now. She I does. Mm-hmm. So like we could talk about being parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cause we had talked about that at one point. Well, I don't know how seriously we talked about kids i guess seriously like we we're gonna get married you know what i mean like we we're yeah. engaged anyway I, we're, we're, i'm going on and on but let's move if over stephanie from holly, if you're down and holly, holly's down and caitlin's down we should do it
0: well i'm sure caitlin we can get her she's she'll be down
2: yeah she'll be down yeah. she's a fox
0: she's a fox so are you though so is holly i know so, so it's all working it'll be like a fox reunion okay let's move over from holly and if she answers while we're talking we'll yeah, see yeah. What we could do about her but yeah. i there are other questions i had one okay i want to talk about the egg toss game from bachelor pad
2: oh yes 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 delicious very delicious. controversial
0: did you feel like how do you feel that abc made you guys throw eggs at girls that you're not attracted to and just peg them with eggs
2: um it was the first moment when you're on the bachelor you don't really get that much of a sense of what's going on behind the scenes. I mean a little bit, but not not that much. That moment in bachelor pad was probably the first moment where I was like, "Oh, they are they are totally doing things that are objectively not very nice and and not good." And as exemplif- was exemplified by the guys strategized so that before we saw how the girls were lined up at all outside in the driveway, we were going to just always go for the girl on the right, which if you think about it, uh, breaks the game. That's not good television. Right. Because then, you know, the whole whatever the question was, I don't remember what some of them were. Do you remember? It was like, yeah. who's the most? who's that slot?
0: Yeah, (laughs) it was one of the main ones is who are you least attracted to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the problem was every guy or the edit that we saw was that every single guy threw it at the same girl and that girl was standing on the end. There you go. So did the producers know that you guys had a strategy to throw it to the end and then they purposely placed Erica Rose there? Boom. Yes? Wow.
2: Yeah, but like, so, but here's the, here's why they were able to air what they were able to air. What I just the guys that I talked about that were going to only pick the people on the whoever, whatever girl was on the right, were only the guys in my alliance, like the five, however big it was then, five mm-hmm. or six guys, and then the two or three other guys we didn't talk to them about strategy, right? Where was like, good luck, Dave, like whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember who was, oh, Dave, uh, the I other remember. lines, but they went out and threw eggs at the other girls, and so they got enough content so that when it aired, they can make it look like Erica was just getting destroyed by everyone because that's how everyone was answering the questions. But that's not what it was. Uh-huh. And then because I went a rose, I got to pick who I'd go on a date with. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you go back and watch that, I'm pissed. I look angry and you never really see homeboy get angry. But I was like, I just hated the challenge. I, cause I realized how badly we hurt Erica's feelings Yeah, and we had no intention of doing that. Do you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I wasn't like amazing friends with Erica, but enough that like I cared about her and she yeah. wasn't in my alliance, but like, I don't want to hurt her feelings at all. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? If anything, and
0: she's like so sweet, we actually, she was, um, one of the first people I ever interviewed, and obviously I asked her about that moment. She told me that that's what you said. That you said that there was a strategy in place. I did. I tried to explain. Hey,
2: hey, go ahead. To be
0: honest, though, I when she told me it, I was like, oh, bullshit. That's, that yeah, I was like, that's what he told her to make her feel better. But if you're like you're saying that literally was the strategy no, prior I, to going out, then I
2: promise you, yeah, all I I think it was like Graham, Kirk, Bill. William, William, I know. Sorry, me, Casey, Casey. And Jake was always like, hey, who are we going to throw eggs at? And we were like, I don't know, Jake. go." I don't know. Just your own thing. And he was Mm -hmm. like, all right. Like so he wasn't really in our alliance, but we enough of us said so that we don't hurt any of the girl's feelings, let's just go for the girl on the right.
0: But you're gonna obviously hurt the person who's standing there.
2: No, because as soon as the challenge ends, we can say, hey, look, I know you just got blasted, but we're we just, we needed to pick the person on the right so that that person would at least know, Hey, we obviously, all of us didn't thank you for every one of the questions. Like we love and you. You know, you know what's what I mean?
0: crazy too. Like the, so for the people that didn't watch, cause there's probably going to be a, a yeah, few of you. Yeah. So they literally had to Thousands. line up, they had to line up girls with And they did it for the guys too, but they lined up the girls in bikinis. They put targets on their backs and then they made the guys throw eggs filled with paint at their backs based on questions. So they had to stand on a line and say like, who are you least attracted to? And then chuck an egg at the back of their head. If they hit them, they got a point. And if they didn't hit, they didn't get a point. But like the questions weren't, Who's the hottest girl in the house? No, none of them. Who do you want to date? It was very much like, who's most likely to cheat on you? Who's all negative things, all things you don't want to be hit with. Who do you want to send home next week? Like very negative. So they, whoever came up with this game had to have known that like, this is going to cause a lot of issues.
2: I think that's exactly what, what the game was designed for. And that's the part that I pro I'm not trying to pat my own back that I outgamed them on, I was like, that's stupid. I'm not going to play by those rules. And you, and then they needed to like counteract my move, right? Because yeah. look, they're all standing there in the room filming. They hear me saying out loud to the guys, hey, uh, this is bullshit. Like we're gonna hurt all these girls' feelings. Why don't we just pick one target on the right? And then we can explain to whoever that girl is afterwards, hey. Uh, it,
0: it, Got it, yeah.
2: But they, the producers were probably hearing that and saying like, fuck, Stagliano is going to break the game. Let's just put Erica Rose over there and then we'll cut it to make it look like everyone threw the eggs at Erica mostly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and because- so I, I do hope then that Erica, who I hope is a FOT and is listening to the show. FOTS. FOTS, I'm sorry. FOT is not the right acronym. No. I hope she's listening and believes me when I say no, no one threw the egg, not a single egg intentionally at Erica.
0: Okay. And we love you, Erica. And we love same.
2: you, Erica. Yeah.
0: Um, Erica did say, if I recall that she was placed in the lineup last too. They're like, Oh, hold on. We're doing your um, target. Boom! like, And we got to place you last. So she's like, everyone was lined up and I got put last. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, that make- this is all it
2: does. Up. It makes sense on the B side then too. Why mm-hmm. would they move Erica to the end?
0: Right. Yeah, no. That's this all adds up. Very, very interesting. I do want to move on because you said you outgamed them. That wasn't the only time you outgamed the game. Correct. <laughs> Let's because when look, we, I'm said, a
2: hard nerd, man. I'm a game designer. Like I,
0: no, and that's this, do that not. I am a game person too. Like I am like always. Well, I 90s. know we're
2: childhood buddies. We grew up playing games together, dude.
0: But wait, why are you saying we're not childhood buddies? <laughs> oh, is it pretend? Oh, yeah, we are.
2: <laughs> I mean, look. Wait, where were you from again? Queens? Astoria? No, well,
0: my mom was. I oh, can't yeah. keep this part in because this is I'm all sorry. like personal shit.
2: It is a little personal, but keep it in. No one's going to track down your I'll mom. I'll keep
0: that part in. But okay. the, the last time we were literally like exchanging social security numbers. And everything like that. <laughs> you'll be like, you're going to listen to part one and be like, why is like an hour removed?
2: <laughs> I I honestly believe you. We did like not give a shit what we were saying. Yeah. Which was really funny. Well,
0: we're best friends. We're child. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Wait, oh wait, I wait, talked okay,
0: to so, my mom. Oh, whatever. Wait, <laughs> was like, so I what talked is- to my mom about you and told her about um Does she know my mom? Yeah. What's your mom? Mrs. Stagliano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, wait. maybe
2: we should start another show that's just us talking about I don't know really anything.
0: Oh my god, we might as well be drunk and high right now. Okay, so well it's
2: ten thirty here. That would be concerning for me. What time is it there? Is it at least one, the afternoon? One thirty. Oh yeah. So why don't you go get a drink? We can pause.
0: I wanted to honestly, but it's Friday. I know, I know. It's just bad news. Anyways, um, not that sounded dramatic. I don't have a problem or anything. I just like <laughs> if I if I drink wine, then I'm gonna be like let's order pizza and let's get ice cream. And I'm like a fucking
2: carbo load.
0: I have a problem. So, okay. Oh my God. One of the, literally the greatest moment on television, truly. So there was a twist in the game. Um, How do I fucking explain this? Everyone in the house has to vote on someone to go home, mm-hmm. but the person that gets voted on takes someone home with their choice. Correct. So, the whole game is about lying to people, manipulating people, but you also have to trick the person into not knowing that you're voting for them because that person can turn around and take home someone that you don't want to take home.
2: Correct. So, it's very Hannibal Lecter.
0: Very, it's like, but it's truly like the greatest twist in the game. And it, what is. I, it was
2: a phenomenal I, twist. I objectively I agree. Is,
0: this is the reason why the, the season didn't continue after this.
2: I, I think so.
0: So what happened is that Michael kind of masterminded some plan that, well, everyone on Michael's Alliance is voting for Erica, but they tell Erica that they're voting for a different girl. But then you also fed Erica lines saying, uh, Chris Bukowski is trying to get you to go home because you knew that when Erica went home, she's gonna turn around and the person who take takes Chris, with her is Chris. Correct. So the entire night, feet—it's everyone's talking to each other. Everyone's lying to each other. It's like the greatest TV ever.
2: What? And though it's going great.
0: Yeah. Like it was Erica working.
2: totally believes me. And it's like, oh, that, you know, Chris is such a dick. And I was like, I know that guy's the worst.
0: You're like, if, and she's like, if if I go home, I'm taking Chris with me. And yes. you're like, how am I this smart?
2: No, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking like, oh, wow, these, the ruse that we're setting up is going to work, which how is, am I, you know, how that's, am I this smart? that's what, yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry. And the alliance needed to all, they needed to recognize that, okay, yeah, that's our best way to stay safe this round is targeting Erica, who wasn't really in our alliance. You know, she kind of had a partner, kind of. I don't remember how we got Listen, to the moment where- I do. Chris Bukowski- No, I do, I do. I okay, it. okay. Your hands raised. Go ahead, Stephanie.
0: Okay. So she keeps going up to Chris and she's like, I know that you're voting for me. And he's like, yes, what are yes. you talking about? No, I'm not, no, I'm not. And she's like- and then all of a sudden, Chris just has like an epiphany and he's like, I'm going to go into the voting booth with Erica.
2: Bullshit. Right. Good. And that's enter bullshit. Continue.
0: Why bullshit, though?
2: Because that's against the rules.
0: What well, is that? Where are the rules?
2: Well, what do you mean? We sign a 25 page agreement with all of the rules.
0: We don't see it. So what are the rules?
2: Uh, one of the biggest ones is there's a community voting system, Right. And that vote in the community voting system has to be blind, because, right? Does that make sense? Because if yeah. it's a, if you go into a room with everyone and say, I'm gonna vote for, uh, you have to show people who you're gonna vote for, and literally the game doesn't work then because right. then who goes into the room first matters more than how people vote because the last person to vote can say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to vote for you. But then when they go in, you know what I mean? Like it, that it doesn't, it has to be blind. So the moment that I'm calling bullshit on is when Chris Bukowski said, uh, Hey Erica, why don't you just come into the voting booth with me? That was because a producer said, him, mm-hmm. um, yeah, to Chris, Hey man, why don't you just take Erica into the booth with you? Then, which is, There's the breaking of the rules, right? But it was the best Just wait, just wait, just wait. So that goes down, okay? Chris comes out with Erica, and at some point, Erica comes running up to me and was like, hey, I just saw who Chris voted for, and it wasn't me. You're a liar. And I said, what happened? And she said, Chris just took me into the voting booth and showed me who he was voting for. And I said, what? <laughs> and then I'm serious. I, and I'm not this kind of guy, but I was like, but that doesn't, that's against the rules. Like you literally can't do that. And then I this obviously didn't make it on air, but I had this moment where we were raped right by like the entrance from the kitchen going out into the pool. And I was like, We have to stop the the game doesn't work anymore.
0: You said that. And
2: yeah. And I'm like to the crew, like to camera in some sense. I was and everyone playing the game, the contestants. But I was like, I don't understand what happened. Did Erica go into the voting booth with Chris? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, well, then the game can't continue. And like my lie is like obviously just been found out. Right. But there are rules in place in the game to make sure that can't happen, right? Because of what I just mentioned. If, because then literally the next time there's any vote in the history of the game, if someone's going to go in and vote, any other contestant can say, well, I would like to go in with them then because Erica got to, right? So the game doesn't work. So they broke the game. Yes. But, but I, I, I want, I know it seems like I'm belaboring this point, but it's really important. The game, the show stopped filming for like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And they got a lawyer to come, like probably woke up some lawyer and it was like two in the morning and she drove to the Baxter mansion and was like, Hey, everyone, um, got the call about the, the games, uh, <laughs> she was probably like on the way over been like hey this is what happened uh fucking erica got pulled in and now michael's freaking out about the rules and we
0: so you could, sh- could you have sued them well was one of the rules that they could change the rules at any time
2: no that was specifically one of the other rules that a producer is not allowed to interfere with the rules okay and this is this is where i need to be clear this isn't like a um and like a next entertainment agreement. This is like ABC, the network, the rule. If you're going to have a game show, these are the legal rules right. for the contestants, like to protect the contestants. You can't put them through a game show and they just like make up all the fucking rules. Like there, there's a legal issue there. Right? right. Okay. So you can probably imagine again, why a lawyer gets pulled into the house and is like, Hey, um, I just, I read the rules. I read them. And it actually says that it's OK, that someone can get pulled in. So I know this is like a, everyone's very excited, but everything that happened is in the rules.
0: But it's not.
2: And I said, OK, uh, well, let's just go to the ceremony then, because there's nothing left to do.
0: Well, could you like- say show me the rules? Like why? Where- no, because I
2: started, like, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. It was like three in the morning. And I was like, there, because if I say, yeah, sure, go get the contract, right? Like, go get the agreement. Let's make it a legal battle right now. A, it's three in the morning. I'm like 28 years old. I'm probably half drunk anyway. Actually, I didn't really drink that much on rose ceremony nights, especially. But I was like, this, whatever, just fine. Like, fine. It's in the rules. Fine. And so we walked out into the driveway to do where the rose ceremony was, and I'm telling you, it was really awkward because everyone in the cast was like, "Wait, what just happened? Like, I don't. This feels really weird now." But the rule, like, was still going to play out, as was shown, which was, you know, everyone knew that Erica was going to get voted home. That had already happened, I think, and then it was uh, she gets
0: to choose someone now.
2: Yeah. And then and she's not gonna part- choose
0: Chris because she knows that Chris didn't vote for her. And now she has she's angry at you.
2: And you I then have- lied
0: to her face, though. What did I say? You were like, I didn't vote for you. You're making- oh
2: right. Well, that was the Franken editing of of course, before oh. that all went down, everything I said to Erica was a lie for the because of the game that we were playing, right? I had to convince her, yeah, yeah, no, we're not voting for you, right? And then once I found out that everything that happened, I just looked at her and I was like, yeah, there's really like, obviously, I think on my exit, I said, I got my hand caught in the cookie jar. Mm -hmm. That's what I was referring to. I was like, yeah, Erica, I, I definitely lied to you. You uncovered the truth because for whatever reason, Chris was allowed to pull you into the, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, Yeah. yeah. And so they edited." it, edited it to make it look like i don't know well obviously none of that happened it didn't look like any of that happened it looked like it was you know this kind of a i mean the legal mess not the like i know that
0: oh yeah we don't know that there's like a lawyer there or anything
2: that's what i mean yeah Yeah. like obviously they edited that part out but it was yeah it was such a confusing way to leave the show i was like
0: were you mad um uh well
2: gosh this is where the morality comes into play right it's like um within the confines of the game and the morality of the game which is it's understood that lying is necessary to play the game right
0: Mm -hmm.
2: right generally if someone's comes up to you and says hey are you gonna vote for me it's in your best interest in the game if you are going to vote to that for that person to say no Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: to lie like so that's that's an under like a fundamental design of the game. Okay. Yeah. So, but when you get out of the game, you're immediately faced with, man, I did lie to Erica and she was my friend. Again, not like a, we weren't hanging out all the time, but like we were friendly. And I told her before the show, like, yeah, I'll look out for you however I can. And I meant it. Then it just got to the point where how the alliances shook down. She, it was her time to go. So I gamed lied to her to make that happen. And you get off the show And because of a loophole, I guess, in the rules, or just they fucked up, to be sent home, yeah, it was a mixture of like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, it feels like I got lied to, but I also definitely lied to a friend, Erica, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So was I mad? Yeah, there was some of that in there, but it was also, you know, it was my third season and I was kind of like, yeah, I could go home now, too. That sounds fine. I knew I wasn't going to win. Do you know what I mean? Like, think about me Probably getting to the one. F- I don't know, though. Think about me getting to the end with Rachel. And let's okay. say it was me and Rachel and oh, God, who was left? Uh, Ed was Ed there no. still. Oh,
0: no. Well, not in the final two. It was uh, Rachel and Nick versus Chris and that. other. Good star.
2: job, Sarah. Sarah. OK, good job. Let's say it's me <laughs> and Rachel and Chris and Sarah in the end. Who the hell on that cast is going to say let's give Michael more money. Yeah. Cuz he won last season. So like Yeah,
0: but you would have gamed it and you would have said don't do it for me, do it for Rachel. She deserves it too. I don't and know. And then you would have I... won. Cuz no one wanted to give it to Chris and Sarah.
2: Well, so that's the inter- that is interesting. I agree that they didn't have the best optics, right? Yeah. Like I think didn't Chris like bang four girls or something? Like I think yeah, he slept for- with multiple
0: I don't know the extent of how far he went with each woman, but he definitely hooked up with a handful of people.
2: Yeah. And Sarah was a bit of a, she was super fun, but like kind of a space cadet and not really gaming and just kind of like, yeah, I'll do challenges. Mm -hmm. And so there, there was a, like a, again, all in terms of the optics of the game, kind of a street cred of like, wow, Michael made it to the finals again. That's cool. He did play the game. Well, that's cool. And it looks like he and Rachel are starting a romance like, oh, my gosh, that's I could see how there would be a way to convince the rest of the cast that there's Mm -hmm. a reason to vote for Rachel and I and let me win again. But I'm telling you, I went into the season thinking like, a, that's not really a goal. Like, I don't I didn't really care about winning, you know, because I'm not I'm not a huge competitive macho male guy. Like, let's fucking win everything. I was like, this is a fun. This will be fun. This might extend my music career a little bit.
0: You know what I mean? Did you? So you had said in part one that you blogged for ABC and you actually watched Ben Flay next season and you were blogging about it. Correct. Rachel was on Ben Flay season, wasn't she?
2: Is that the right order of events? Oh yes, yes. So that's did you? Right. When
0: you watched it, did, were you ever like, "Oh wow"? Like, I don't know when you when you met her in person on Bachelor Pad. Was there any type of like, oh, I sat there and had to like recap about you. I know all about you.
2: There's a, oh man. Okay. At the end of Ben's season, uh, I went to the rat party and met all of the girls from that season and Holly and I had obviously stopped dating and I went out one night with like nine of the girls and Rachel was one of them. Oh. And there wasn't like total sparky vibes there, but I remember we like sat next to each other. I think we kind of like had our arms around each other. Um we didn't kiss or anything, but you know, like there was I could tell she might have been into me a little bit and I was, you know, I'd watched the season and I knew her face. But so when she walked through the doors, I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's Rachel. I remember her. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But there was no like, uh, oh, I want to explore that and see where that goes because we got it on that first night. You know what I mean? But there Mm -hmm. was something. There was something. For total transparency, uh, the other girl that walked in the door that I was like, maybe there could be something there is Lindsay from, I think Ben's, she was also on Ben's season, right? Yeah. I don't remember at what point I kind of, you know, realized I didn't really have anything there with Lindsay and did with Rachel more than Lindsay. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't don't remember timeline wise when that happened, but I do remember uh, making it clear to her, like, yo, we should be partners. Like I'm Mm -hmm. into you the most and you seem like a good gamer. Mm -hmm. You're, I like who your friends are in terms of an alliance. You know what I mean? Like, cause she was there with Jackie. And Lindsay, and that sounds game strategy e. Mm-hmm. but it's also true that like I was into her. I just, yeah. you know, just like right. you naturally would be six or seven days after meeting someone. Right, right, right. There was right. a little bit of, there was a little fling there for sure.
0: Okay. And so that season, the third season, we touched on this a little bit, but they brought fans in. Fans actually lived in the house with you guys for a little Can bit. And you,
2: you saying that sentence, I'm like, I can't believe they did that.
0: Well, you kissed
2: one of them. No, we talked about it. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, what do you mean? I did. Yes, you
0: did. I watched no, it.
2: No, but we, we talked didn't talk about, about this, did we? Yes, we did. What? This is the date that they set up. The, they were like, hey, Michael, we're going to shoot a music video. And um, we've got a band that we booked that was called Adelita's Way. And oh. OK, who was on the date? It was Rachel, Lindsay and Donna, I think was her yeah. name. Right. They were mm-hmm. like, OK, here's what we're going to do we're going to set up scenes in this venue. I don't know what the venue we are at some theater or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're going to set up little scenes for you to go in and act like the girls are fans of your music of the love, like this tour, like that they're fans and they're going to come in and you like make their wish come true by having a little conversation with them. And then at some point just get to a kiss. You know what I mean? And like Lindsay and Donna and, I, th- I think Rachel.
0: It was Rachel. Yeah.
2: No, I know. I'm sorry. We're oh. like in on that. Like, I think it was explained to them too what oh. they were going to do because okay. there was the band there and we're at this theater. I think, I don't know what they told them. Okay. But at least from my point of view, it was like, yeah, okay, I, that makes sense. That's fun. Like, that's cool. That'll help my music career. That's good to have a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're like, the date's honestly really fun. And it kind of, for me, took the pressure off of like, well, gosh, I guess I'll get to kiss all three of these girls. And I'm not, uh, I have whatever the opposite of game is, Stephanie, I'm a, I'm a disaster around women. Like I'm not, I'm not good at like setting up kisses, you know okay. what I mean? Yep. But like, like I said, I was into Rachel and Lindsay at that point and Donna was pretty hot too. So I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, if I can kiss some girls, that sounds good. Yeah. So I think you're ahead of me now because you've seen it and you already said it. But when you say the sentence, well, what do you mean? You kiss Donna. I'm like, well, yeah, we kissed for the sake of the music video that we were doing, but we weren't like, I wasn't like, Donna, let's see where this could go and make out and and kiss her. Same thing with Lindsay. We didn't see Lindsay's. I know. Well, why do you think you didn't see Lindsay's?
0: Because they didn't want us to see it.
2: Yeah, because then they can make it look like over music. I was, I'm talking about the night. Right. And I was like, yeah, it was so much fun. I got to know the girls, which is all true. Mm-hmm. And then they just cut to me making out with <laughs> Rachel <laughs> and a little insert of me kissing Donna, maybe from behind. Right. Yeah. And then cut back to me being like, and it was so much fun with Rachel yeah. <laughs> and then cut to me kissing Rachel. Right. Which, yep. yeah, but it makes sense why they didn't add the Lindsay one. Cause then it would be like, well, wait, was he just making out with every, like all the chicks and you know what I mean? They just cut yeah. all anything they told me didn't make it in. Okay. And I think it aired like it just made us look like we went to see some
0: band. That's what it, that's why when you're saying a music video, that's not what we saw at all. You guys went to a concert and then you Ex- like pulled Donna exactly. in the hallway and you're like, yes. I'm gonna give her a little something because she she's a fan of Yes,
2: me. that's a line they gave me for the music video. Like they had like a director who was like, Okay, Michael, here's what I think, you know, it would it would look like. You know, and I was like, uh, yeah, cool. That, that sounds cool. And then they were like, and then like, imagine if she's like a, a fan, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you would say, I think I'm going to make her wish come true.
1: Oh, shut up. Right? Oh my and God, I was that's like, so
2: funny. And for me, who's like an actor, especially, I was like, yeah, that's cool. I see that. And I was like, Donna, that's cool with you. And she was like, yeah, I mean, fuck, I'll kiss you.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> so was I was ready. like, right. But it's, it's the brilliance of the show in some ways, right? Like think about how clever that is is what they did. Like they had me. Yeah. Well,
0: evil evil
2: or really good at making entertaining reality television, you know,
0: in an evil way though, because they're, I don't know. know, I got to make
2: out with three girls. Mm -hmm. True. But yes, you are right in the sense that what aired isn't what happened. You know,
0: were there any other scenes that in your time on the show, all three seasons that you were set up in some way, and you're like, "Wait, that's not how it happened."
2: Um, I can tell you one that I peeked through that I I said no to.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: this is from 1998, listeners. Again, I apologize, but Whoa, in season, some weren't
0: even born
2: in season. That's true. God, I'm so old now. In season five of Jillian, season of the Bachelorette. Night one, I taught Jillian how to break dance. It was one of my favorite moments of being on any season. And yeah, I, I don't know. You watched that season, obviously, right, Stephanie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jillian was really cool. Like, I yeah. genuinely liked her. I thought she was rad. So the moment when I got to teach her how to break dance was like very calming and relaxing for me because like I've been breakdancing for nine years. I could tell she was like, you don't look like a breakdancer. You know what I mean? It was like, can you really break that? So it was this great. We had so much fun. Okay. hmm and we do that whole thing. We go outside for an ITM and in the moment interview. And I don't know if you remember, but I had battled another dude named Bill Bro, I think mm-hmm. was his name. Okay. And one of the producers next to the camera, his name was Mike. And I really liked Mike actually, but he was like, all right, stag. Say, look into the camera and say this. Say, yo, Bill Bro, you got served. And I was like, I'm not going to say that. And he was like, okay, okay, say say something like, yo, I wasted Bill Bro. He sucks. And I was like, I nope, no. Got, what else? Got, so that was an example of I, I'm curious if they were trying to make me look like a dick that was mm-hmm. like had a breakdance battle, and then got the footage of me in an interview being like, yeah, I'm I'm the young hotshot. Like, I'm 24. I'm so fucking cool. Because I was, like, the youngest guy on that season mm-hmm. by, like, a decade, you know? And so I wonder if that was how they were trying to, the box they were trying to put me in. And when I stood up to Mike, and, you know, I was there long enough that he was like, okay, come on. We're just trying to get, you know, we're trying to get it. And I was like, well, I could just leave then. Not the show, but, like, wow, walk wow. out of this interview. Like, I don't, if yeah, I'm yeah. not getting you what you want, maybe I should just stop doing this little, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that because I did that early on, the producers were a like we shouldn't really feed Stagliano lines. He's not really down to play that way. Uh And I think they also realized hopefully after like 48 hours, hey, he's not really a dick, so we don't need to make him look like a dick.
0: Yeah. You're like the opposite. That's a a weird character play for you.
2: Yeah. And there's this I can back it up by this is so sweet. There was this moment uh, maybe after three or four days. Where, again, I apologize. I don't know if you remember, but there were 20 guys after night one, not 15. And uh, it was kind of like a fraternity, like a frat house. It was just nuts for the first couple days. And I was never in a fraternity. And I was like, all these guys are older and just pat like drinking their asses off. And I'm not a drinker. So I was Mm. like, I I don't like I don't like this is not really fun. And I went up for uh, like to see, do an interview. And I got to see Jillian like off camera for a little. And I was like, hey, it was so nice to meet you last night. Like that was so Mm. fun, blah, 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 a good little exchange. And then on the way back, the handler, this woman, I I don't remember her name, but she was so sweet. She was walking me back and she said, hey, I just want you to know you look a little shell-shocked. I know this is probably a little tough. She said, we're all rooting for you. And I was like, oh, that's it. You know, I was like a 25-year-old kid. And it meant so much to me. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Maybe there are good people here too. Not just like people that are going to try to be dicks and get me to say stuff. And like I had mentioned, I kind of already had, I really liked Jillian. Like I I liked her. So I was into sticking around, but it was kind of this defining moment of facing some shit and then having someone be like, Hey, I think you're, I think you're, you're a good guy. And I think, and we hope you make it far. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's, It's gnarly to have both of those types of people working on a show that you interact with all the time.
0: It seems like you were probably protected then if they're telling you that they're rooting for you. I'm sure they don't tell everyone that unless they were lying, but you did make it to hometown. So clearly we have an update from Holly. (gasps) Hey, Holly. Hey, Holly. Um, So I wrote her and I go, I'm recording with Michael right now. Any chance you want to join us? She said, oh, my God, I'm in Nashville and drinking. This wouldn't go well. I said, oh my, oh my, so great. Oh, Good my God. Her. He said he never got a message. She said, tell him to check his DMs. Have us both on again. We can reconcile on air.
2: Hang on. DMs on yeah, Instagram? So Instagram.
0: Yeah. Well, I what else? I don't
2: know. You need. You
0: probably need help because we need to read her message.
2: These are my all requests. And I have two from two fans. But I don't know. Caitlin no that'd be awesome <laughs> uh yeah i okay. don't know what do to me do me a favor I don't have... <laughs>
0: go to holly's profile are you guys friends
2: uh this is embarrassing i don't even know i'm okay. never on because
0: if you go to I'm holly's forgetful. profile and then you click message it'll pull up your th- whatever your thread is and it should have her most recent message to you
2: uh okay i am not following holly <laughs> holly <laughs> i apologize Okay. Um, and I'm not sure, but I think you have way more followers than me, which is awesome. Oh my god, you have like ten thousand more followers than me. Good for you. Um, okay, so now that I'm at her profile, now what do click I
0: do? message. Do you see message?
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, there it
0: is. Oh! oh, you did it. Good job, Stephanie. Yeah. How did you know how to
2: do that? Do you work for Instagram? Um. Yeah. Wait, but why didn't I get this in my inbox? That makes no sense to me. I don't know. Wait, can I do I can I read it out loud now or is that weird? Um,
0: I'm yeah. Read it out loud. you want to
2: reconcile on air?
0: We're gonna re- we're gonna reconcile on air. But or read
2: we'll out make loud. This the outro as a teaser.
1: Mm.
2: Hi, Michael. I just listened to. Am I gonna cry, Holly? What are you gonna say? Hi, Michael. I just listened to the podcast. I want you to know that still to this day, the finale haunts me. What fuck, Holly? No, it it was handled so poorly, and I should have fought harder to talk to you before filming. I am still so sorry all these years later no stop we got engaged three days before the finale taping yeah we talked about that I didn't know that mm-hmm. um the whole day was filming the next day was trying to get the ring unstuck from my finger she told me resized. about this yeah it didn't and fit then her. the following day was filming the finale I think I asked her about that I was like did you have a cell phone like it didn't did it take more than a It didn't take more than a text to be like, "Yo, just so you know, before we throw." I I know, but
0: like in her defense,
2: I know, know. and she does have a defense, right? right. It's like a
0: I let me go text my ex real quick and let him know. No,
2: totally, and I think I even, I think I said that on air, but it's true. Like I I can give grace there. I I get that, but the grace gets harder to give if I thought there was three weeks in between, or I didn't know it was three days, and that obviously changes things a lot. Okay, it was a whirlwind. I wanted to get there and talk to you, but they purposely kept me from you. That makes sense. I totally believe we that. We knew that. that. Yeah, we assume I know I should have made time to call you. I will forever be an asshole for that. And I'm sorry. Okay. Well, in case no. it isn't obvious, no, Holly, you're not. Well, wait, this we'll save this for <laughs> the part three for the reconciliation.
1: <laughs> yes, okay. But so I have,
2: I have so much to say in response to that that but, I won't say now.
0: Right. So we're going to do a part three with Holly where you guys reconcile. Holy shit, this is getting kind of epic now. That's like
2: 10 years later. Well, I don't, um, Holly's going to have to, I don't think we have ever done an enter, an interview together since the last time I saw her at the show. I really mean that. Well, obviously, because she's messaging me and I don't, I was like, oh shit, what
0: did she say? Well, yeah. And like, so she, when she wrote, when she told me that she DM'd you, I was like, oh, did he write, did he write back? And she's like, he hasn't seen it yet. So I'll like, that Wait, means this, d- this whole time, though she wrote yesterday, so that means this whole time she's like, "Oh, Michael still like hasn't." I been know a guy.
2: that's so. I feel like shit, but I don't understand why. When I go to her messages, I can see it, but it's mm-hmm. not. I showed you right, but it's yeah. not in my inbox. Yeah, How do you yeah, explain
0: no. that? I I mean, what is- I don't know, but I think anyway, you should, you should write well, back to Holly, her and say I cannot ver- legally respond to you until we're on <laughs> she's All Batch Part Three.
2: <laughs> no, at the very least, this is all I will say. Uh, Holly, if you want to do this part three, I'm so excited to talk to you genuinely and forgive you, I guess, really. because um, that And that message was really sweet. And thank you for sending it. And I'm glad you listened to it. I feel bad now that I didn't even listen, Stephanie. I'm such a terrible guest. A terrible I'm a terrible thoughts. Fox.
0: You're a terrible fox. Yeah. You can go listen to your episode and then you can go listen to Holly's too.
2: Well, that's an automatic. I listened to another one of hers a couple years ago that she was on. We had done, oh gosh, I don't even remember. Oh no, no, oh, oh, oh. Who was the girl mouthing off with Olivia?
0: Mm-hmm. Is that a person? Yes, that is a person. She no longer has a podcast though.
2: Okay, but she had one though, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, I'm remembering correctly. Uh, I did an interview with her and and Olivia was like, I actually had Holly on too. You should listen to her episode. And I listened to, I think about half of it, but enough that I knew she had a daughter. I, I think her and Blake have a daughter now that they it yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool." But I'm serious. Outside of that, I don't think Holly and I have had a conversation. Maybe she she might correct me on that. Maybe we talked on the phone once briefly. Maybe I don't know. Just I have like kids don't now let too. me need the third no the I'm
0: just gonna be sitting there like drinking wine, and you guys are gonna be catching up, and I'll be like,
2: "Wait, do you mean are we not allowed to drink? Are Holly and I not allowed to drink wine too?"
0: No, no, you guys could drink, but you guys are going to be no, like well, look, catching up think... and I'm going to just be the creepy lurker staring at you guys.
2: No, you, well, wait, what? You and I ha- are the co-hosts of oh, the that's, show. That's true. Yeah. Holly's yeah. going to be the guest. It's
0: just two childhood friends interviewing Holly.
2: Exactly. That's okay. how I'm looking at it. Okay. Well, and what's her name? Jackie. The other co-host.
0: My, my real co-host is yes. Jackie.
2: <laughs> right. Is she going to be on too? I don't know. Okay. At well, this point, it's,
0: it's too many cooks probably. So probably not.
2: And then we have to do one where we both take gummies and just see how that goes. That would oh probably be wild.
0: Okay. When you listen to the episode, first of all, just FYI, we have segments. Um, mm-hmm. The segment, you're probably not going to want to listen to the whole thing because it's like- I know, will
2: 100% listen to the whole thing.
0: You don't need- No, no, no. You're you're oh. not in it until um like 50- Oh, I'm sorry.
2: You mean Holly's?
0: No, I mean yours.
2: Oh.
0: I mean all of our episodes. All of our episodes are- Multi segments, we have mm. the first segment. It's called creep. And that's when we creep on people, fun, it's like fun. it's news, but we like to do news that isn't just everywhere. It's like, oh, so-and-so left a comment here. This person started following this person. Creep, you know, creepy. Fun,
2: fun, Two, fun, fun, these fun. is Bachelor
0: encounters. It's when people submit stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild.
2: Fun. That's such a great, that's so fun. That's such a cool idea.
0: When you asked why are I want successful? to submit some.
2: I've Go met ahead. some. Yeah, I've met some Bachelor people. I'll I submit know. one.
0: Please, can you? Yeah. Um, when. Oh, my God. Peter and Kelly are on the red carpet. You, don't, you probably don't even know who they are. Should,
2: are they from The Bachelor? Should I oh, know? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Congrats, anyway, you guys. What do they
0: do? <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh. Um, so that's Bachelor Encounters. And then the third one. Uh, then we have a recap if it's if the show's on. And then we have an oh, sure. interview. So the interview is always at the end of the episode. So just saying. Now your, I
2: understand what you're saying. Got so it. Your got it, got
0: interview. It. I can get you the exact timestamp. Gosh, it you must 50- have had
2: to trim the shit out of it.
0: Well, I just took out like the whole part where we're talking about our personal lives,
2: <laughs> which uh, that makes sense.
0: Well, that was, but that was all at the end, so it was an even cut. But okay, good. Um, it's so it's fifty three nineteen. So if you're listening and you're like, "Where the fuck am I?" You're fifty at three nineteen.
2: I don't know. You sold your other segments so well. I'll probably check those out too. You now.
0: probably should. We're a hoot. I think I believe really you. After
2: it. talking to you twice now, I believe the show is probably a fucking blast.
0: I mean, there's a reason why it's number
2: three. Let's go, dude.
0: I sent you the link to it. You should go show your whole family. <laughs> Did you see it? My family
2: is going to be like, "What? you were on the show 10 years ago. Why do you think anyone even cares?
0: Well, they do. And you know who Who else cares? Let's wrap it up. Caitlin. With Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm so. I feel like every single time we end, we need to plan another part so that it never feels like it's ending.
2: Look, I...
0: Parting is such sweet sorrow.
2: I'm very busy, but I feel the same way. It's like, I'm starting to want to do this every week now. It's so fun. Um, And you know this because you're an on-air co-host, but like it's, there's a lightning in the bottle. There's an intangible uh, ease with hosting with you. And, you know, you ask good questions and you seem like you're having fun. Do you know know what I mean? Instead of like, I've been on, done enough press where, I know what it feels like to interview with someone who's like that doesn't want to. What did you did you like Rachel? And you're just like, dude, this isn't really fun. But like, this is. I'm having a really good time. You know, are you having a good time? It's not. I'm having so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, part of me is like, is because you're so fun and contagious. That do you just think every episode an interview feels this way like are you like you know what I mean at the end are you like oh it's
0: so fun that I had are I you asking even... me if my connection is stronger with you versus the other people I've interviewed
2: I am I guess I am asking that
0: so I definitely feel like our connection is the strongest like I would give you a rose but <laughs> I also feel like
2: wait are we t- I was <laughs> okay you know just keep going
0: a friendship rose yes I, was...
2: I know that's what oh, okay. I was like we're both married but like you don't no, I mean your...
0: like a like a connection rose
2: Yes. I, okay, good, good, good.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not hitting on you.
2: I didn't think you were hitting yeah, on you me. Yeah, you were. But it's so, no, I'm saying it's funny that you use the word rose, which is clearly a romantic gesture. Okay, sorry. And then I was like, but we're only childhood buddies. We're and then childhood it made me,
0: friends. I like,
2: know. So then it made me laugh that I was like, well, she's clearly not being romantic. I'm not Do you being, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. But I'll take the rose. Thanks. Okay.
0: For rose. okay. Well, honestly, you want to know what's funny? Um. So Jackie, my co-host says... And I say, I fall in love with people that I interview because I connect with people. Well, yeah, Um, that's
2: clearly why you're a very popular show and and doing, anyway, yes, you're clearly very good at this naturally.
0: Well, thank you. And that's where I wrapped up my conversation with Michael. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please give us five stars, write us a review. If you like the show and you haven't written a review yet, that's mean. So go write one
1: that's so mean also subscribe <laughs> that's just- so mean it is and just subscribe write a review it's one little click of a button um and also join the facebook group if you are dying for more conversations about bachelor stuff that is the place to be
0: we also have like really exciting shit coming guys next week is our anniversary episode Cheese all batch is officially going to be one year old and we have like so many exciting announcements that will actually Mm -hmm. benefit
1: you there's a lot yeah there's a
0: lot you guys are going to be shitting yourselves and not even Mm -hmm. knowing what to do with yourselves
1: yes it's really exciting a lot of fun surprises in the anniversary episode so definitely that is one you cannot miss and i think wait but like piggybacking off of what jackie said about subscribing just subscribe because i can't even tell you
0: obviously i promote the show a lot on the she's all about instagram And I'll get people all the time being like, oh, can you send the link? Or, oh, this link is this or whatever. I'm like, just subscribe and then I don't have to send the link. Like, it'll just automatically pop up. I will be happy to get you timestamps for anything specific you want to hear in the podcast. But just subscribe. It's so easy.
1: So easy. And it feels
0: great when you click that button. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. All right. And also follow us. Follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore. Follow Stephanie at She's All Batch. And that's it, right? I think that's it. Bye bitches.